entre tambores va la luna solitaria fiesta de la Colombia in Indonesia is created and produced by the Embassy of Colombia in Indonesia with the main goal of discussing culture, trade, traditions and related topics between both countries. Welcome to a new episode of Colombia in Indonesia. In this episode, we are going to talk about the departments of Tolima and Nariño. Located in the Central Andes Mountains range, Tolima is one of Colombia's most scenic departments. It is home to three charming and cultural-rich municipalities that offer a glimpse to the Colombia's national past. It is home to three charming and culturally-rich municipalities that offer a glimpse into Colombia's colonial past. Tolima is also known for its important role in the country's history. The department was a key site of the struggle for independence from Spanish colonial rule and many important battles were fought here. As a result, the region is home to numerous historical landmarks and monuments that commemorate this important period in Colombia's history. Our first stop is Onda, founded in the 16th century over an area incredibly rich in water. To cross over rivers and streams, the city has over 40 bridges. That is why Onda is also known as the city of bridges. But besides that, this historic town is also famous for its stunning colonial architecture. The town is located in the banks of the Magdalena River and it is a popular tourist destination for its beautiful scenery and rich cultural heritage. Its beautiful streets are lined with charming colonial houses and buildings that have been meticulously preserved over the years. Onda is also famous for its traditional candies and confectionaries, which are made from locally grown fruits and nuts. Moving up, we are going to Ambalema a small municipality located in the northern part of Tolima. This quaint town is surrounded by stunning mountain landscapes and offers visitors a chance to experience the authentic Colombian rural life. Ambalema is renowned for its historic colonial church, which was constructed in the 17th century. The church is an important cultural landmark and attracts visitors from all over the world. The town also offers visitors the opportunity to taste some of the region's delicious traditional cuisine. Our last stop in the department of Tolima is the town of Mariquita. It was founded in 1550 and played an important role in the colonization of the region. The town was a key point in the transportation of gold and silver from the mines of Antioquia and Chocó to the Caribbean Sea. Mariquita is known for its beautiful colonial architecture, including the San Sebastián Church, the Municipal Palace, and the Calle Real. The town is also home to the Museum of Religious Art, which displays a collection of colonial-era Catholic art and artifacts. Visitors can explore the town's history and culture through walking tours, horse-drawn carriage rides, and visits to the local museums and galleries. Mariquita is a charming and picturesque town that offers a glimpse into Colombia's rich colonial past. But now we move on to the department of Nariño, where Pasto, the capital city of the department and the last cultural center of the episode, is located. Known for its rich historical heritage, the city has a lot to offer to tourists and visitors. The city was founded in 1537 by Spanish conquistadors and has since become a melting pot of cultures and traditions. One of its most prominent landmarks is the Basilica of Our Lady of Mercy, which is located in the heart of the city. The basilica was built in the 18th century and is known for its impressive architecture and intricate artwork. Another most seaside in Pasto is the Juan Rodríguez de Silva Museum, which houses a large collection of colonial era art and artifacts. Pasto is also known for its annual carnival, which is one of the largest and most colorful in South America. The carnival takes place in early January and attracts thousands of tourists each year. 
During the carnival, the streets of Pasto are filled with dancers, musicians, and elaborate costumes. Also, there are immensely beautiful floats going around the streets of the city. But in addition to its cultural heritage, Pasto is also known for its natural beauty. The city is situated in the Andes Mountains and offers stunning views of the surrounding countryside. Visitors can explore the nearby La Cocha Lake, which is one of the largest natural lakes in Colombia. You can also go and visit the Galeras Volcano, which is one of the active volcanoes in Colombia, and it's very close to the city. Pasto also has a vibrant food scene with local specialties such as hornado roast pork, empanadas de viento, fried pastry filled with cheese or meat, and churrasco, which is... Uh, kind of grilled beef. The city is also known for its artisanal crafts, including pottery, weaving, and wood carving. If you have the chance to look into some of Pasto's handicrafts, you should also look for the masks that they do. They're quite beautiful. Pasto is a unique and fascinating city that is well worth a visit. Whether you're interested in history, culture, or nature, there is something for everyone in this vibrant and diverse city. Overall, the departments of Tolima and Nariño are home to some of Colombia's most charming and historical significant municipalities. These towns offer visitors a chance to experience the country's rich cultural heritage and to immerse themselves into the region's stunning natural beauty. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us in Facebook and Twitter at MCOL Indonesia. That is E-M-B-C-O-L-I-N-D-O-N-E-S-I-A. And on Instagram at MCO Indonesia. E-M-B-C-O-I-N-D-O-N-E-S-I-A. To stay in touch with us. Please share this episode and we wait to hear from you in a brand new episode of Colombia in Indonesia. Muchas gracias. Terima kasi. Directed and hosted by the cultural attaché Nicolás Montoya with writing of Andres Quiroga. Music by Sebastián Valdivieso. 